0: So in the last four episodes, we've been talking about the generic aspects of being a girl child, the upbringing of a girl, growing up in the home school and all that to have preteen teenage years all put together. But today I would like us to address a different issue, which is purpose. The whole concept of the Total Woman podcast is presenting the world with a whole perspective of being woman and presenting the world with whole women. And by that, I mean complete package emotionally, spiritually, academically, psychologically all put together making an amazing package that anyone would want to have everything to do with that kind of woman so that's the woman we're talking about today but and then when we look critically you realize that most of those women when you think of all the great women in time past when you evaluate what did they have in common they had a purpose so today i'd like us to talk about purpose So while I was searching for purpose and people who had gone before and what was the motivation for doing what they did and what made them stand out, I stumbled upon two definitions of purpose that I'd love to share with us today. The reason for which you do something is done or created for, or the reason which something exists for. The second one is the person's sense of resolve, determination or concept behind his existence. But there's another one that I also like us to consider, which is having as one's intention or objective, which is where I want us to base in. So if we say purpose is having as one's intentional objective, which means that it's the reason why I leave. That is what wakes me up in the morning. And in we come in contemporary setting, we will talk about inspiration, what inspires you to do what you do, what inspires you to go that kind of length for whatever you believe in right so because we are i am a christian and we are my team and i are christians we will we feel that it's it has helped it has anchored a lot of how will i put it it has helped us be better versions of ourselves so when you look at it it says that what Purpose is the reason for which something exists. So if my purpose is why I exist, it means the earlier I find it, the, the better for me. So the things we talked about at the first four episodes, were mainly talking about the things that could possibly defer you and bring delay to you finding yourself because of, those obstacles that have already been put on your way and your inability to surmount them means that you automatically have introduced a delay to you achieving purpose. So if purpose is one's intention or objective in life, then what is yours going biblically a little bit? I'd like to digress into the Bible a little bit. So if the sole purpose of man, the sole purpose of creation is for the worship of the father, And the father here being God, which is the deity we subscribe to being God, then it means that I exist. The reason why I exist in the first place is to worship God, taking note of the fact that man in this context is, we're not just reducing it to the man in, uh, in gender being that this is male, this is female. No, we're talking about generic man, which is a person. A person with no particular gender, a create using a, a creator-creative relations, a man is a person and is therefore capable of making moral choices. So that's the man we're referring to. So if the core purpose, the core reason, the reason, the whole purpose, sole purpose of man is to worship God, then it means that you exist as a woman, you exist as a man to find that thing that has the expression of your worship to God. So if we take it back then say, worship itself, right? Worship itself, the feeling or expression of reverence and adoration for a deity. That's one. Another uh, definition says the show of reverence and adoration for a deity, the honor or the show of respect reserved for a divine being or a supernatural power but when you look at it the one thing they have in common and these are all dictionary definitions when you look at online you can just check them up but the one thing they have in common is the fact that it is for a deity worship is reserved for a deity and the sole purpose of man is created to worship god so if it is reserved for a deity, it means that what, what every aspect of my life is worshiped to whatever deity I subscribe to. In my own case, Jesus Christ, my personal Lord and Savior, God. But I don't know about you. But again, taking me, us back to the fact that if it is reserved to a deity, it means that my purpose is to do the bidding of my deity. Everything comes together in the worship of that deity because that's the reason why I was created, which means that what my purpose is to worship that deity. Well, I say in this side of the world, we easily reduce worship to songs. So you go to churches and our contemporary, uh, uh, contemporary churches are more open to the idea of worship, where they, they talk about worship as a lifestyle. Now there's what, when you go to Orthodox churches, where most of us came from, I came from Coking, We have the equar. and, uh, mostly you hear where you're called upon to say, come and give us a worship song before the minister comes, come and do this and do this. But worship is an expression of worship becomes a feeling an expression but that expression itself is what reverence which means i have utmost respect for this being i wouldn't trade my relationship with this being for anything else my love for this being is intense is immense i can't even come to if i the thought the sheer thought of walking away from this will kill me. I'll rather not. So I'll, I'm willing to sacrifice everything and anything for this being. Which is another dimension of love. So you cannot re- reverence someone that you do not love. My thought anyway. But going back to that. As it concerns the Total Woman podcast today. We're referring to that. The woman we are referring to is the complete package. There can be no completion without purpose. There can be no purpose without God. And if there's no purpose, we find out that there are women going around. They're doing absolutely nothing. The lack of joy, the lack of fulfillment, the lack of. And let me just use this as an example. You go to schools in a school where two teachers, two categories of teachers. One is teaching with purpose. And by that, I mean, she feels led that this is where God has called her to. She is serving. So you see that teacher is not even too concerned about whatever money she's getting from that teaching. She's just finding fulfillment in doing the requirements that God, her her father, her creator has called her to do. Then we have the other people who did not get work. So they went on job hunting. So even while they are teaching, the only thing they can remember, I think of is how to look for the job that they want. Because this is not what they want to do. So by default, this is just but a stepping stone where they're going to. Their approach to the students, their approach to um, authority is very different. And you see those people going around entitlement mentality and they feel they're doing you a favor. So they don't care about the parents. They don't care about the students. But when you look at the other person who is completely purpose-driven, her approach to that same job is different. that, That one teacher that every student likes, that one teacher that every student enjoys being around, that one teacher that they don't just teach academics, but they are also impacting and gradually discipling the students, that one teacher that knows every student by name, and knows what is going on goes the extra mile to ask what's really wrong with you that one teacher who goes back home and is researching different methods for a a child who he realizes that the generic approach is not working for and is going the extra mile you see now that's purpose that one teacher that in school the 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 parents cannot help but bring gifts to because they are so appreciative of the extra mile the teacher is going for their child. They're so appreciative for the efforts they see and the fact that their children are becoming better by virtue of the contact they have come with that teacher. Now that's purpose. And that's the whole package we're peddling here. If then purpose is the reason I exist, then the question is why then do you exist? those are questions we rarely ask ourselves we sit in the level of dissatisfaction this is not going so if you were to ask anybody now you have a thousand and one reasons to talk about what is not going wrong and guess what let me just use nigeria as a case study now there's plenty reason in nigeria now that you should complain about there's a reason why you should grumble about your state i I am from Plateau state there's a reason why i should grumble about Plateau state because there's lots of things that are not working there are reasons why i should grumble about the local government i'm coming from my church there are plenty of reasons if you're looking for excuse not to sit and actually di- uh, digest all that is going on around you to be able to diagnose what exactly am i here for and the more you look for reasons you not lack excuses excuses so the question is that how many of us really take time to ask ourselves why do I exist why am i here on this planet Do I do I serve a purpose, or am I just here to just keep going, life happening? The people who don't mind actually life happening with. But what we're talking about here is the woman who does not want to just sit by and watch life happen to her. And you know that conventional woman, you go to circle primary school you go to secondary school you get a course and while you're trying to look for a course of study we have those mothers that are always advising you to try to go and be a teacher because a teacher is more friendly be teaching job is more friendly to the woman pro, pro uh woman gender because you come and procreate and have children so you should have time for your family and do that so society has already set a standard for you so you're just falling and going on in, in that pattern without necessarily evaluating to see whether this is for you or this doesn't work for you. And if you dare even think that this is not working for you, guess what? The same women around you are the same people who uh, rise and tell you, no, that is not to help you conform to that pattern. That that is wrong. And guess what? They don't just tell you, but they also advise your husband to put you in order because your, your, your wanting different challenges their comfort. So my, my point here is, at, at what point do you ask yourself those questions and when you begin to ask yourself those questions i think that's the first stage of actually discovering who you are because you then now have to answer some very difficult questions and you see purpose is not what i can do there are lots of things i can do i remember that uh, uh, the story of at a particular time i remember when i got married i generally love to sing and um i went to church a particular church my husband's church then when i got married Naturally, the traditional expectation is you move to your husband's church. So I went to my husband's church and before then in pre- marital counseling, we got talking with the pastor. And the pastor said, What do you do? I said, My husband said, No, she's very good with children. Her parents run some schools in jaws and out out of jaws And he said, Oh, that's very wonderful. Oh, praise the Lord, they now have a Sunday school teacher. Not minding the fact that I yeah, I was not really wanting to do that at that point in my life. But it, it was already a requirement for me in my husband's church to come and just go and fit into the Sunday school uh, department. On the other part, something that I was trying to go on my own part was being a worship leader. That was what was on my mind. I wanted to develop myself properly as a worship leader. And that was what I wanted to do at that time. But they said, no, I should not worry. They don't need worship leaders. They just need people in Sunday school. So I should go to Sunday school. And when I was trying to hesitate, my husband said, she can't do it very well. I said, well, I can do it now. So that's my calling. I said, no, that's not my calling. Till date, I don't have a problem handling children. Anywhere you take me with children, I thrive and I'm good at it. But the fulfillment I get is not necessarily the same thing I get in worship. Because then it's like something you are really made for. But if you take, put me on the other part and ask me to handle children, I will handle children. I'll get very exhausted and go and sleep. But the fulfillment is still missing, which means that purpose is not necessarily, sometimes it overlaps and it's what you are, what you're good at and what you're made for. But sometimes it's more than that. And then guess what? Some of us, some of us, and I mean people out there. Some of us are really very gifted individuals. You meet women who can multitask and do a lot of things at the same time. So if you pick one and say that is your calling, you even miss it because guess what? Sometimes it's even for a season. The purpose of my creation can be for a season. The reason for my gifting should be able to express itself altogether. That's using, remember the story of the talents? Yes, the story of talents. Some had 10, some had one. One had one, another had 10, another had five. I'm not really sure I'm actually quoting it properly. But then my point is that it's possible for one person to be that gifted there's a man who can lead worship service and there's a person who can... Preach the word of God like it, his life depends on it. Another person can evangelize all of that. So if, if you base yourself on one, sometimes it's seasonal. And which means all of those things God has deposited on the inside of you are supposed to come out at some point in your life. But my point is, if you don't go back to the drawing board to actually sit and ask yourself the critical questions to be able to answer them. Most of the times we live a very purposeless life. And honestly, a purposeless life is a dead life if you ask my opinion. Well, you're actually asking my opinion because that's what I'm doing here. Telling you my opinion. Yes. Yes. Yes, please. So prior to now, we've been talking about different things that inform our perspective. Upbringing, secondary school, the shift in our secondary school. You go down to some of us go further to tertiary education. Some of us don't have the privilege to go in for tertiary education. But my point is that all of those those, uh, partitions of growth inform our perspective and easily be cloud our sensibilities building up to a bias that does not necessarily allow us to be able to analyze properly without bias of society without bias of tradition without bias of culture without you know different bar- barriers that we have to surmount before we become who we are taking us back again let me give you a little story As a child, I grew up as a tomboy. I loved trousers more than I loved baby dresses. I loved activities outside. I would rather play football than actually go and play with dolls or cook or do something else. So I loved outdoor activities. But over time, I was taught that as a woman, you should learn to be do indoor activities, you should learn to because naturally you're going to have your own family. Which, if you look at it from the African perspective, that's what every mother teaches her daughter. You will have likely have your own family tomorrow, and you should be able to cook, you should be able to clean, you should be able to do this, that, and that, and that. So there are plenty things that list of things that you should be able to do as a an African traditional African woman. So all of that i have being taught to, to do. Guess what? Today, as I speak, I wear more trousers than I wear. Then I wear skirts and dresses. I wear dresses alright to have to go to some places that I need to be when it necessitates. But today I found myself enjoying going back to trousers, sneakers, t-shirts. I'm at home there. My point being that with all of that, I still journeyed back to where. It all started. I enjoy outdoor activities. I am a mother of boys and today I'm teaching them outdoor activities. We go out a lot and we do a lot of play outside and I'm able to cater for the needs of my children as boys and all that. And my one of my sons is exceptionally playful and loves outdoor activities. My point being that it's not as redundant. Whatever you love to do is not as redundant as you want to believe. It comes into play at some point in your life. Growing up, I love to read. I love to read a lot. I read almost everything in plain sight over time. Today, when you get talking to people, people are wondering your knowledge, but at some point you just simply discover that you read something here, you read something there. My point is that everything that you is placed in your path was meant to build that same character to be able to function in that which the Lord requires you to do eventually. And guess what? Sometimes purpose can be progressive it starts with a seed and it grows it grows it grows it grows and before you know it we now have a big tree my point being that until we're able to go back to the drawing board to sit still before god and meditate appropriately with every mental capacity we have to be able to decipher that which his requirement is for you because if purpose is service and reverence to a deity then I need to be able to, first of all, communicate with that deity, to be able to find me in that deity. For if Christ is my creator, then I need to find me in Christ. The original identity, not what the my my, my mother told me, not what my, the people of my tribe, the Tarot people, not what my local people in my local governments, we in the southern zone, this is what we believe. No, not what is obtainable in Platy State, not what is obtainable in Nigeria, but what is obtainable in the... Proper design of womanhood by God, and what is the expectations, the requirements that I need to fulfill to live a fulfilled life? Not just that, to be able to shine the light of the Father in every aspect of my life. Those are questions I think we need to ask as women. So while we're lumped up with a lot of things that we need to do, and a lot that you need to every a lot that you need to navigate on a daily basis, you need you need to still go back to that place where you're able to self-evaluate to find is there me in what i'm doing and by me i mean is there me her max purpose in what i'm doing if it is does, if it does not lead me into my purpose if it does not take me further in purpose then it's not worth it and be able to actually dump everything and anything for that we'll take a short break here see you soon Have you ever wondered what it really means to be a woman? Are you interested in gaining a fresh perspective and a deeper understanding of womanhood? Look no further than the Total Woman Podcast. Join us as we explore the complexities, the beauty of being a woman, while also introducing the male perspective to our experiences. No gender advocacy, just a balanced approach that acknowledges and celebrates the unique differences between men and women. We will delve into the why behind our thoughts, emotions, experiences, while striving for a better understanding and relationship between genders. My personal experiences as an African woman will add a unique flavor. To our discussions, bringing new insights to the table while leaving you enlightened and empowered. Join us as we introduce the world to the woman. Tune in to the Total Woman Podcast today. Welcome back. Well, so, you know, when we talk about purpose, we easily assume that it's something you're going to find in North Cyprus or going to look for it in London. Actually, purpose is is making use of what is already on the inside of you, which means it's the deposits God has already placed on the inside of you. You're cashing out on those deposits. The requirement of God over your life is to cash out all those deposits, to use them for his kingdom, which you see in the scripture at some point. It talks about the giftings of man and the giftings to men. For the edification of the church. Which means that if you have light, you're supposed to share light. If you have love, you're supposed to share love. That is what it's all about. And you know, when we talk about the woman finding purpose, we easily assume that at some point, she's not going to be so home-based and all that. You know, actually, the ability to raise children, it takes a, a dimension of love, patience, and all the purpose is put together to be able to bring a godly generation, which is one of the major reasons for marriage in the first place so my point being that it's actually it could actually be your purpose to raise a godly generation it could actually be that is what the lord called you for that was what god called you into the family life but it's not necessarily for everybody which means it can differ from individuals so my point is that we can't force what handmark is made for on the next person esther we can't insist that esther must be what grace must be what name for t- Cannot be the same person as, uh, Mimuna. that's my point. But then when we say purpose, 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 finding purpose, I remember we had a talk with some woman and we talked about purpose, 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 and she went back home. And unfortunately they had a problem with her husband. And she was telling him that, you don't know something. I am a woman with a purpose. Nobody will talk to me like that because I'm a woman with a purpose. Successfully made sure that she nearly crumbled her marriage that day because she felt she had found purpose and she's very important. But you see, my individual purpose is supposed to fit in with the generic purpose. Above all, with the purpose of the creation of man itself, which is to worship God. So, handmark fits into a well-oiled machine. Let's use the Ferris wheel. Has to be able to she's fine on her own but also can fit in in where god has placed her so i don't affect or obstruct the movement of the day-to-day movement of life simply because i have found purpose no it is that what my finding of purpose help advance the day-to-day life in the aspects to which god expects us to go and guess what the whole concept of finding purpose is kingdom is realizing that I am from somewhere. My allegiance is somewhere and I am establishing the kingdom of my God on this side of eternity. And we see that a lot with the Muslim religion because we see them anywhere they find themselves. They are already trying to dominate. You find somebody, one person finds a place, a spot to sell sugarcane by the junction. The next time he calls his brother. They don't have a problem living with one another, having found purpose. And their sole purpose what to take over for their God, Allah. And they are not even ashamed to say it. They They are not ashamed to call where you call your house their inheritance. But you see, that kingdom mindset... It's what we're lacking as Christians and what we're lacking as women. Because we believe that the we have been fed that the man owns the world. The man rules in every aspect of life. So, and guess what? We also have accepted it. But when you go back to the original design of man in um, Genesis, in the book of Genesis, that's using the holy Bible scripture to talk about that the real design of man was first and foremost to dominate to rule dominate and conquer basically so if that is i said male and female he created them the purpose of man male and female he created them he did not say to the woman who has breasts and can give birth to children with womb and to the man who doesn't have breasts but can only carry the seed and give to the woman that was not the specification the specification was rule and dominate. And what is domi- ruling and dominating is kingdom. It's establishing the mind of God on this side of eternity to make sure that all of us are functioning as like a well-oiled machine. Hence, if you do notice, part of our mandate is not to go into gender advocacy but to celebrate the femininity of every woman knowing that she has a place not fighting the place of the man, but that she has a place. Her purpose does not go against the purpose of the man. If everyone is doing his own part, then we'll actually genuinely enjoy living with one another. And it will be a more exciting world to live in. You remember when I was talking earlier, I was talking about the fact that um, sometimes, every, sometimes you find yourself very gifted in particular things and then you suddenly realize that that's not what gives you fulfillment in this season but futuristically it gives you fulfillment i started um i think that's like 10 years ago uh at the schools I was very involved with the schools going around where my dad established the school everywhere he established schools we go there and we try to help and put things together by virtue of loving to sing and also having the ability to sing I went around those places also doing Bible studies with the children teaching them different songs because English was not necessarily their song suit so we had to, I had to teach them songs in English and help them find fun in learning them and also singing. So gradually we developed a choir that was one of the major events. I remember in lantang North, one of the major events that was going on then was Whoop, and we had a choir that would go on, a choir of children. And it, looking back now, the children are currently in universities, different universities now, but we had a choir of children that were singing at different events and it was giving them a sense of fulfillment and a sense of purpose then gradually everything faded away and I stopped singing over time I stopped doing a lot of things in that aspect I got married and almost fell into the same cliche that I'm talking about the typical married woman is not supposed to be doing this the typical married woman is not supposed to be doing that and then eventually God woke me up and i had to start again and which started with more of bible studies and i felt okay now it was then we used to sing but now we're doing bible studies we're doing bible studies and teaching people teaching people teaching the scriptures and doing pockets of bible studies here and there with different women and different people all around gradually now i'm hosting events that has now hosting events that has me singing again but this time around in a deeper perspective worship to the father teaching people to pray teaching people the place of worship in in songs and i realize that it's actually a full circle everything that the lord deposits on the inside of you you find yourself coming back to it it's nothing is really redundant so even if you love doing it not necessarily finding fulfillment in it at some point it comes to play and all those skills are equipped the way the lord equips you to be able to function it might not be today. It might be ten years from now, and I'm talking about something that I did actively ten years from now, uh, before now, and you know where I had to start singing again and realizing that even the voice was not as wonderful as it used to be. And now you're you're practicing more. You're trying to sing more to be able to do teach that aspect that it's possible that singing for the Christian is not entertainment, but it's rather a mode of worship too and should be taken equally as seriously. But guess what? All of that is culminating in purpose. I'm finding myself, as I find myself, I discover new aspects of myself and I'm going up and doing it. While we're doing that, we're also raising a community. Hmm? The listeners, raising a community of people who are not afraid to actually retrace their steps if they discover that they're not necessarily doing that which the Lord has laid upon their hearts to do, which is purpose, of course, the purpose of their existence. Not afraid to retrace their steps. Those who have not are yet to find not afraid to take time to find it and are not willing to take a step further until they figure out what is going on in totality. Guess what? That's the whole concept of the Total Woman podcast. And I hope our listeners are actually following and evaluating self-evaluating as you listen, self-evaluating yourself. Where am I at in the grand scheme of affairs? Where am I at right now? And what will it take for me to get to where I think I'm supposed to be? Taking stock of your life, self-evaluating daily and self-evaluating over time to see progress that has been made, not in a depreciating manner, but appreciating where you're at, the level of growth, and be intentional. being intentional about growth on a daily basis. We'd like to hear more from you next time, discussing and telling us, sharing your, sharing your stories at what point you felt this was what you needed to do for those of us who have gone ahead and were bold enough to retrace our steps at what point, what really was the story behind it? We want to know what inspires you want to know what exactly gets you going on a daily basis. So please get back to us, which means that, um, we'll be active. Anticipating your feedbacks on our social media handles. The Total Woman Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. Waiting to hear reports from you that will also encourage us and the team to see that we're making progress. but not just making progress, but that there are other stories that we could also share with our listeners out there. That could help one person, two people, three people here or there. And make an impact and help you make the desired impact. Thank you for listening tune in next time. Bye.